Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 36, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. On this episode, we cover Project Veritas and parents being labeled domestic terrorists, monkeypox being declared a national emergency, NCAA's Woman of the Year almost being a dude, and a student suddenly dying of joy. Join us. The fight starts now. Almost dying of joy. There's just so much to cover. That is a wacky story. Yeah. The, the, the amount of excuses they're coming up with for people dying suddenly yeah. is getting... They were overjoyed. It's getting hilarious. Yeah. I mean, just the, what the, the reach... The reach that they're going to to try to explain away all these died suddenlies. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Don't no. fall for it. We'll get to that story in a bit. Uh, but first, I wanted to cover this, and you actually brought this story to my attention, the Project Veritas thing. Um, okay, so I, I know barely anything about this. So basically, is I, I mean, for those that don't know, Project Veritas is basically a kind of uh, experience expose yeah. outfit, right? The investigative journalist. James O'Keefe. Yeah, and he's uh, obviously comes from a conservative mindset, right? And he's looking for hypocrisy and, and all these things going on behind the scenes and trying to yeah. expose it. He's done it at like CNN. He, he was the one that found the people that were selling the baby parts yeah. after abortions. Um, so he's basically hated by the left. Yeah. They've tried to cancel him at every turn. He, um, what he does is he gets, he gets people to basically be spies for him. Yeah. So he'll get like, somebody to work, infiltrate the organization. Yeah. And then wear like a hidden camera and a microphone and stuff. So he gets these people on camera when they don't know that they're being on camera, like, you know, that they're being filmed and they just admit to all the shit. They start speaking freely. They start speaking yeah. freely. And then we find out the truth. And then later they try to backtrack. Oh gosh. Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, like, I remember one of the, one of the ones about CNN was about, uh, how they just have straight up bias. Yeah. You know, they just, we're going to cover this and we're going to write bad stories about Trump and good stories about this. And, yeah. you know, and that was, it was that one of the producers was just straight up stating that. Yeah. On he camera. just said, we got Trump out. Yeah. Like we got Trump out yeah, for the 2020 election. Yeah. Like just, absolutely. Like no gets, holds barred. Gets them comfortable. And then they start speaking freely and revealing all this information. Yep. And then he tracks them down. My favorite part personally is when he tracks them down after the fact with a transcript of what they said. <laughs> and then he's, he, he confronts them and is like, when you said this and then they're like, Oh shit, that's my right. favorite. Right. Yeah. So about this. Okay. So the, the tweet says, and this is from Jack Pasobic, um, breaking via Project Veritas. FBI whistleblower leaks Bureau's domestic terrorism symbols guide on mil militia violent extremists, citing Ashley Babbitt. Now, that's the gal that got killed on January 6th. Yeah. Right? Unarmed gal that was going into the Capitol, admittedly. Yeah. But then got executed. She was climbing through the window. Executed by a... Uh, Capitol Police. Yeah. It says document references the Second Amendment, Gadsden flag. That's the don't tread on me flag, right? Yeah. Revolutionary War imagery and the Betsy Ross flag. Now, here's what's really, really, <laughs> there's a few things that are really oh, concerning about this, right? 
number one is that you're not seeing any like Black Lives Matter, like Antifa, like you're not seeing any actual violent extremist groups that are actually committing violence. You're seeing a whole bunch of patriotic imagery. Yeah. If I was to, if I would give this flyer to my kid and say, hey, learn this because this is a lot of good patriotic uh, imagery. Well, now you're a militant, violent extremist. But most of these things fall into that category in my mind. Yeah. You know, that... That, that it's uh, patriotic, not that it's extreme. Yeah, what's wrong with the Betsy Ross flag? Yeah, I don't know. It t- t- <laughs> it shows that we had thirteen original colonies. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. If you go to the next, um, the and next one. Well, let's cover these real quick. Yeah. So Betsy Ross flag, nothing wrong with that. That should be celebrated and taught. Yes. Revolutionary War imagery, same thing. Respected. Uh, taught and admired anyone that took part in that. They don't want us to know about why we separated from Britain because it's all happening all over again. We're freaking overtaxed <laughs> right. and they're shoving shit down our throat that we don't want. So the Gadsden flag, that's the don't tread on me. I, I guess that one, again, that's a historical American symbol. It says here representing gun rights and limited government. Okay. Again, <laughs> what's the problem? That's the Constitution. That's a yeah. thumbs up from from Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's some other. Okay, some symbols. Second Second Amendment one. There's electrical resistance symbol. A way to classify as a resistor. Oh, okay. How can you even read Whatever. that? Uh, yeah, I barely can. But yeah, it's hard to see. But the yeah. next page is okay, what the so. most concerning is because because okay, so. this is where parents, common for yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go Common ahead. Phrases and references, mm-hmm. symbols of militia networks, something that you may self-identify with, significant events, um, may reference notable attacks or criminal threats that inspire militant, violent extremism. So that's the, that's the acronym MVE, militant, yep. violent extremists. But number two up at the top, common phrases and references. It talks about if you say, I will not comply. <laughs> and that is something that I absolutely, and you do too, take issue with. Yeah, we're, we say that in every episode. We're freaking telling people. So now what? We're now, signing off with that. Every, yes, on every we're telling episode. people don't comply. And hey, I'm not going to shut up about it. I'm not going to quit saying it because of this. Like, they are absolutely trying to scare the shit out of people. They are trying to, when, look at Alex Jones. He just got, is that, do we have that coming up? Uh, no, we don't have that one. But So Alex Jones. Yeah, he just got uh, found guilty of what was the actual crime. I don't or know. Was it that uh, he, uh, like libel or something like that? Something like that. because or, And that he actually caused damage to these families just because he, you know, in one of his kooky uh, conspiracy theory rants, he basically doubted that the Parkland shooting, school shooting existed. Right? Yep, that it was... He, it was a false, false flag. Well, what he was kind of saying was that it was it was kind of set up by the government, right. right? I don't think that he even necessarily said that it didn't happen, but what ended up happening then was some wild people started... And that's what got him canceled. Okay. Deplatformed off of everything, yes. by and, the way. And what Complete en- loss of income. Yes, and what ended up happening then was some kind of kooky people started harassing the parents of these poor children that were murdered. That were kind of followers of him. Yep. And they were they were trying to say, like, your kids never got shot. Like, you didn't even probably have any kids and, like, all this crazy shit. Yeah, right. Well, is that really that other guy's fault? Right. That, like, so so now, because now think about this. We're telling you guys not to comply. Well, yeah. Right? Who, can, who, can, who, who can you hold responsible ultimately? But if, but if somebody else goes wild 
and is going to like do something well, right. crazy. That's not on us. Exactly. And it never should be. No. And perfect, perfect example. What I hold, uh, what's his name? Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Accountable for that guy that shot up the Senate baseball game a few years ago. Yeah. Because he was a big Bernie Sanders supporter. No. Would I hold uh, any conservatives responsible because that one guy shot the congresswoman in Arizona. Yeah. Right. But they're no. trying to scare people. They're trying to scare people that are speaking out, that are bold and brave and trying to also They want to chill the speech. Yeah, like we're trying to we're trying to ramp up the courage, right? We're trying to encourage others to be courageous and to stand up for what you know is right and true and you know, be that strong leader for yourself mm -hmm. and your family. We're trying to instill that in you. Oh, exactly. And the FBI is trying to squash you. Just like when moms were all of a sudden domestic terrorists, if we <laughs> right. want to go and speak up at the school board yeah, meeting. That's why I put that in the show or in the intro, because this yeah. is all related, right? Because the, the government, again, tried to label people that were speaking up with a conservative, you know, or freedom point of view yeah. at school boards that you were getting labeled somehow like you're going to be violent. Yes. And for some reason, the conservative side always gets labeled that way. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Meanwhile, we don't all, need to show actual proof of yeah. violence to Meanwhile, be labeled violent. Let's go, you know, cut to summer of 2020, the reporter standing in front of the mostly peaceful, mostly peaceful fires. burning buildings, yeah. entire cities being, being run, run over and, uh, demolished. And remember that Chaz, remember the, that they took over a segment of Seattle or was it Portland or Seattle? I forget, but they took over like a bunch of city blocks yeah. and self-governed. Self-governed like their own, like appointed <laughs> person that they were like, they just <laughs> found some gangster And there was all the kinds street. of murders allowed to happen and, you know, way more murders than ever happened, yeah. uh, you know, because their whole argument was while police are murdering uh, innocent, unarmed black dudes. Yeah. And way more murders happened that summer from these riots and more property damage than any police ever and executing even, in quotes of any event. Yeah, not even black just murders, like just straight up. We all saw those videos of just these random violent attacks on people. Exactly. I mean, these old men walking mm -hmm. down the street just being freaking pummeled by these young punks. Yep. I mean, it is absolutely insane the yeah, way that, that that's completely tolerated. That's fine. That's tolerated. That's absolutely fine. But These if you put people the Mars, want to the, make that okay. But if you put the Gadsden flag up, oh yeah, don't you, tread on you're me. You're on a list. Yep. Yeah, you, you're a terrorist. You need to be watched because you're capable of violence. Yeah, I'm about to buy all those flags and stick them all in my lawn and just FBI. <laughs> and you know. It's so funny because I remember the Tea Party movement. This is always the perfect illustration. Now, until January 6th, I could always say this, right? I could say, look, a Tea Party rally, you could, they would leave a park cleaner than they found it. Yeah. Everybody's packing guns. Yeah. You know, a, a giant rally of gun-toting people, they would leave the, the park cleaner than they found it. Cut, and then cut to a BLM rally, they're burning, destroying, rioting, yeah. looting. Everything's Violence. Trash. Right. The world is a dumpster fire. Yeah, I mean, th that's the uh, A-B comparison, the black and white comparison there. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. No. Nope, um, mm. <laughs> but until January 6th, I, you know, now I can't really say that as much because that was a big black mark. Yeah, I mind. also feel like that was a big freaking setup. But so, also, well. <laughs> like, there's what's that? A, yeah, you heard me. Alexa Jones. Yeah, exactly. Is, <laughs> a, Alexa Jones going to get sued. Yeah, I don't know. For libel. Yeah. Well, put it this way. There is a certain percentage of idiots that took the bait. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I will agree to that. I hold conservative the conservative dumbasses responsible that took the bait. Yeah. Like, don't let somebody if, else ride 
dial you if up somebody's in there sense. and they're going, hey, doors open, come on in, conservatives. But also, I'd be like, now nah, I think I'll stay out here. But also, when the freaking security guards are holding the door open, yeah, like I'm, we saw a video I'm of that. I'm not going in. Oh. I'm not going in. They yeah. took the bait and. I will forever hate them for the percentage that went in yeah. that did that because that they they fucked up. They should have known better. Except they for the old the guy line. that asked where the bathroom was and the security man told him and now he's <laughs> right. in prison. Right. Yeah. So that, I mean like that was fucked up. Oh, it's completely the yeah. whole thing is fucked up. But like they, he 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 could have said, actually, sir, you're not supposed to be in here. And the right. old man would have probably said, Okay, well, where's the nearest seven yeah. eleven I have to pee? I mean, the, the, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of people were there that day, but bottom line is 99.9% of them rallied, protested, had an awesome day, yep. went home, and then went heard home. about this Absolutely. later. And it's just like all the stupid BLM riots, you know, like even in Fargo when we had our baby riot, yeah. all the people, the vast majority marched down the streets, yeah. you know, right down 13th Which you have every right to do. Not really. Not in my opinion. Well, you not should, in the street. Yeah, you shouldn't be like taking Ave. up space. But, but you then, do have a right to peacefully protest. Exactly. But then it escalated. And then yes. by six o'clock, it had escalated. Yeah. Just like this. So, you know, and the problem is then you gave the liberals all the ammunition they need to take you down. Now, they, they've used it to almost destroy Trump again. They're, yeah. they're trying to use it to completely prevent Trump from running again. Um, hurt, Which, I mean, these January 6th hearings are just a freaking joke. It is a joke because there, there's no other side. But we shouldn't have given them the ammunition. We should have known this was what was going to happen. So that's that's yeah. why it bothers me is yeah. we should be smarter than that. Don't take the bait, conservatives. But also, um, let's remember, there was bait. Exactly. There, there was, was bait. Completely bait. And yep. we played right, I mean, some people played right into the hands. Some people were hungry If you go into Pelosi's it. office and steal shit. Yeah, you I mean, shouldn't have done that. You deserve it. Yep. Even though I think it's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, this Veritas stuff, always very interesting. And it's always, um, the best part about it is that they try to, they try to kind of brush it off like it's some kind of like fake journalism or something. Like, this is real. Yeah. This is real journalism. Right. Like, this He's is the kind the real of, shit. yes, this is the stuff that's coming out that they really don't want people to, okay, like as far as like the election and stuff, mm -hmm. they had a whole bunch of footage on some of these people in Texas that were ballot harvesting. Mm. Project Veritas had a whole bunch of cameras on people that were ballot harvesting. Like, big name, um, and I can't even remember right now. You'll have to go on their website because they've got all their stuff on their website. It's great. But um, big name people that were there like, well, yeah, I mean, you're not supposed to do that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I go over to these old people's houses and I, I get them stuff that they're going to need, you know, like compression socks and, like, whatever. And then I show them, show them where the ballot is and tell them who I think should go on there. <laughs> right. What? Yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we know there's all kinds of chicanery went on in 2020. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, my little Alex Jones theory, not even, I don't think it's even that crazy, no. is that they 100% maximized the lockdowns mm -hmm. and pegged the needle on the COVID uh, lockdown so yep. they could justify mail-in ballots and that's all they needed. Yeah. Because then it allows for rampant, unchecked, unchecked cheating. Yes. Um, or at the very least, makes it super, super easy for people to throw their ballot in that wouldn't have otherwise made it. Yeah. So if nothing else, it was, you know it was going to tip the scales their way, a little or a lot. Yeah. And it was just enough. Yeah. So, you know, the, I, I think the COVID lockdowns basically got Biden elected. Oh, absolutely. And it kept him in his basement the entire time, so he didn't have to be out there exposing himself as a person who couldn't speak. Yeah. He, we had no idea. We There were a lot you of people You couldn't compare that, the rallies. People suspected that his cognitive <laughs> decline was really, like, yeah. like since 
you know, him and Barack were in in like yeah. 2012 or 16 or whatever. I don't even remember. Yeah. But like, you know, <laughs> we had no idea how far off he had fallen. Oh, yeah. Because we thought that he was a goon even in with Obama. And like then you, he was talking about his ice cream all the time and we're like, yeah, whatever, Joe. <laughs> Corn pop and all that. Yeah. And then you don't have the split screen view of a giant Trump rally at a stadium. Yes. Every night. Mm-hmm. And then a Biden gymnasium with six circles in it. Yeah. You know, you don't have, Socially well, actually, distance. actually with, well, with, let's pretend COVID never happened. You would never have the split screen of, of, Trump filling a stadium and Biden barely able to fill a high school gym. Yeah. And you, you never want that comparison. He was, he that was, was going to be bad for him. Yeah. I mean, we could go on and on and on because we could talk for 10 days about he's literally the most hated, <laughs> like, and, and nobody, even in the Democratic Party, thought. I saw 70% now don't want him to run again. Yeah. For an incumbent Democrat president. That is unheard of. That is, that is insane. That's never happened before. They're all going, we need some new blood in here. So yeah. I think they just know that another campaign is they not They don't want to talk about it either. If you've, no, if no. you've listened to any of the interviews, when anybody catches, catches one of these Democrats and they're like, what do you think about the possibility of Joe go, Biden? Well, he's president. Term? So, you know, they go, I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. There was one guy. Or they guy. just go, he's president. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, that, what that usually means. <laughs> there was one guy on Charlie Kirk. He was like getting pissed. He was like, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> it was like, we're just so asking funny. if you think he should run again. He was so like, funny. don't get me on camera. All right, well, let's move on to yeah, this. Man. Speaking of Biden and his um, awesome moves that he's yeah. making here. Monkey they've... pox. We should, how many deaths worldwide has yeah, this, monkey this pox This is freaking ridiculous. This, and so this is what happens when you attempt to be politically correct and you demand political correctness out of your administration. So the Biden administration declares the monkeypox outbreak a public health emergency. Well, if they get more power during every emergency, we're always going to be in a state of emergency. Yeah, right. They, we're still in an emergency right now for COVID. Because people are compliant yeah. during those periods and you can get away with so much more that they would never tolerate from a government. So they just declared on last Thursday, I think, a monkeypox, a public health emergency with cases on the rise again with the fear language they don't want to tell anybody though to just quit having a whole bunch of orgies gay orgies they can they can tell us to stay in our freaking houses for two years right we're supposed to mask up we're supposed to slap masks on our kids we're supposed to completely change the way that we live for others okay but when it comes to something that might affect the gay community and not just the gay community because because I don't want to throw all gays under the bus and act like they're all a bunch of slutty like weird hookers no the gay orgy community yes that's really all it is it's yeah. a tiny subset like all these weird like fetish like parties and like all this shit like you can't just cool it you can't just tell these people like hey just keep it in your pants for a couple weeks and let's see if this thing just like goes away on its own i'm checking that baby yes and we're back but yeah i mean the 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 problem is that we're using this politically correct overcorrection yeah to act like this is something that could affect Every person in America. And this same exact thing happened during AIDS. I remember as a kid in the 80s, right? You know, I was born in 71. So I was like 11, right when right when the AIDS stuff started happening. So through all my teenage years, I was like pretty much sure I was going to get AIDS. Yeah. Well, not really because pretty much. From like much, a toilet seat in the public restroom? Yeah, because yeah. guess who was at the root of that? Freaking Fauci was Fauci. Right, right there at the, at the root of it. And many, many straight um, kids thought they were going to get AIDS and were completely afraid of AIDS. Yeah. But unless you got a, a blood transfusion that 
before they, you know, cleaned up the blood supply mm-hmm. or had pretty much homosexual sex. You, you well, know. according to Sanford, blood transfusions are still maybe not safe. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we covered that in the last episode. Yeah. But, you know, it's 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 just as much of an offense to me to act like something's a problem for the entire population when it's not because it's misinformation. It's You mean wrong. like COVID that affects like old and fat people and we should, but we should all be scared and change our entire life. Exactly. Yeah. Just narrow it down to the people that are affected. And I understand that might be mean or, you know, it's not, not nice. Mean. It's factual. It's science. Right. Well, then that's the problem is when they attach these negative feelings. You can't have feelings facts. and facts. Yeah. Right. Just give me the facts and let me decide. Tell gay dudes that go to orgies, you know, you're the most at risk by far. Yeah. So, you know, if you care about getting this, then you should probably worry about it. Josh, I should have forwarded you. I saw pictures from these people that were, it was like a, like a, some kind of like a fetish, like website thing that they had taken screenshots and like sent around. Mm -hmm. And it was saying like, if you have if you have um, bumps that oh, just put a bandaid suspicious over it. bumps, right. yeah, don't worry, you up. can still go. Yeah, it's like wait a second. I know. If I had the sniffles, mm-hmm. if I literally sneezed in the vicinity of a of you know an old lady that was twenty feet away for the last two years, somebody was about to have my head. Oh yeah, because I had dared have a sneeze. Exactly. But you're gonna like legitimately like cover up like an unknown weird skin irritation that's a symptom of monkeypox, and that's gonna be fine. And so first of all, they're classifying this as somehow you know deadly when it's not. No, it's a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's died of this in the United States at all. Nope, I don't know. And only like I shouldn't say. I'm not s- sure. I think a few, a couple have died worldwide, but I mean, still, is that worth a United States national emergency <laughs> and that we need to take all these extra measures in order to get the vaccine out and handle all this? No, it's like, just make the information available, target the people that are most at risk and don't waste resources targeting people that aren't. And give people the straight facts. Well, the gay facts. <laughs> Yes. All right. Enough of that. Monkeypox is just dumb. That's my assessment. That's my intelligent assessment. Now let's move on to this. I don't know if you saw this, but no. Um, so you know the NCAA has their Woman of the Year um, award. Yeah. Right. Well, guess who was up for it? Well, wasn't um, who's the Kardashian? I can't remember anymore. Oh, Caitlyn. Caitlyn, formerly Bruce Jenner. Yes, Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he women, Woman of the Year like a couple oh, years yeah, ago yeah, or right. whatever? Yep. So it's like it wouldn't be their first <laughs> trans was that person. Time? Well, I don't know what that was for, for though. Yeah. What organ- that was for Time or something. I don't know. Just, that was just a stupid, you know, magazine. But anyways, this is, a, you know, an actual well, college. What is the NCAA? What is that? Na- National Collegiate Athletic Association. Okay. So this is for okay. college athletes. Okay, got it. So, you know, she's he, she, he, whatever, shim, was a college <laughs> athlete, swimmer, right? The was a dude until like last year or mm-hmm. two years ago. Was a dude until you realized he really sucked. Right. Was a middle of the road dude, became a girl and then towered over everyone on his swim team and then yep. took first in the national finals. Literally blew everybody else out of the yeah, water. Costing many other girls their spot and cost num- the second place girl, the first place national championship in her sport mm-hmm. i mean just uh and made it so that somebody else didn't even get a spot on that team and paraded around in the locker room with a giant schlong hanging out or maybe a little one maybe um but anyways um he was up for 
Woman of the Year. So they announced their conference selections for the 2022 Woman of the Year Award. And then they they thankfully picked an actual woman. Yeah. Um, Sylvie Bender. How would Sylvie she Bender. feel being up against an actual man in a woman's title? Know, like, you know what I mean? It just, it never crazy. ends. It never ends. How insulting, though, of all the women that are college athletes yeah. that Leah is one of the f- select few that even gets nominated for this. So sad. I mean, just just the fact that that's even... And insulting. It's really insulting. It is. And just the fact that that's even a question. There he is. Yep. After win- win- winning the women's 500-yard freestyle during the NCAA Division I Women's Swimming and Diving hey. Championship on the campus of Georgia Institute of Technology. Yep. At the Ivy League Championships, Tom- Thomas finished first in points out of 129 female swimmers. What a surprise. <laughs> Taking home first place in three events. See, this pisses me off. He won the 100-meter freestyle in, in record time. Which was a school and meet record. Because he's a man. It's a dude. God, that's annoying. Ugh. It's so unfair for these women. Yes. For these girls. Which is literally, okay, another thing, which is why they changed the rules, Josh. They changed the rules yep. and said, like, what did we talk about a couple episodes back? But this guy got grandfathered in. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that makes it fair? He got grandmothered in. I don't think so. <laughs> Ridiculous. Trash. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, this was a blip on the radar. But the problem is, are, are they going to go back and erase all the records that he set? No. And that is you a know? problem. So now no women's probably ever going to beat those records nope. because some of them are pretty stratospheric. And there's no apology. How long are they going to stand? Are those records going to stand? Just sucks. All right. Here's another story that'll make you mad. <laughs> um, so Freedom of Information Act request reveals school district hid library database that has pornographic material. They hid it from who? From the kids, you would hope. Well, no. No. They want the kids to have access. They, they let the children access it, but they hid it from, let me guess, that's important. the parents? Yes. Oh. Richland School District 2 in South Carolina has been exposed for removing guest access to the school district's online library catalog because of the current political climate and scrutiny. <laughs> The move made it impossible for parents to access the catalog and view what books were being made available to their children. In the current political, I'm going to go ahead and say this. In the current political climate, with all of the scrutiny, you better have your freaking shit wide open and everything crystal clear for and people to look at. If it's a problem, why is it on there? Yep. And if it's, you think it's going to be controversial or in a gray area, then explain it. Then you better have an explanation. Yep. And, you know, I. I'll admit it's a gray area, right? Like, okay, if I do, you, have you ever read Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn? Yep. How many times have they dropped the n bomb? Yeah, hundreds. Yeah. Right. There's n word Jim, and you know they're just constantly right. So I don't know if that's even in school libraries anymore. I assume I it is know. because it's still considered a classic book. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine they could let that be taught anymore. You would you would think, and what? How can I'm, you have a kid read the n word even? I'm not. I'm not down for banning book unless it's freaking porn get it out of there okay? <laughs> well that's what i'm saying but like books like that i'm not down for banning but i am 100 percent on board with there being some type of a permission slip needed for right. each and every instance not just like a not just like a um 
permission slip like, hey, if we ever think that it's a good idea, nope. I want to know which book and I want to know why, and then I'll give permission every yeah. single time. Because I'll concede that there's a gray area. And like yep. in, in Shakespeare, there's all kind of sex and violence and you know incest and kind of crap going on. Well, and Josh, what's mature enough for maybe your kid might not be mature enough for mine at the same age, right? So like maybe maybe something that you feel in your family is like mm -hmm. appropriate, not necessarily appropriate, but maybe they're mature enough to understand the nuance in that in that literature, and you know you can teach a lesson off of that or whatever. That might be okay for this kid, and maybe not the other one. And right? you see what we're doing right now is we're having a civil discussion about it, right? Yeah. Whereas these, the school district was preventing parents from even accessing the list of books to even ask the question <laughs> right. as to why. So that you know just sort of indicates to me that there's some uh, guilt there, mm -hmm. right? Like, why are you trying to hide it if, if it's guilty? Well, it's like... If a, you're not guilty. It's like with a kid. Like, if you've got the cookie behind your back, you know you're not <laughs> supposed to have it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The now-disclosed email shown below was sent by Lich, Richland's library media specialist. The email states that RSD's chief academic officer, Nancy Gregory, had requested the district removed guest access to our library catalogs to hinder anyone who, who may have malicious intent in searching our library collections. And they, she was, they were directed. How to do, do you this have malicious? Here's what I'm wondering: <laughs> What can possibly be malicious about well, searching a searching a children's library? I know what they, exactly they were looking for. They didn't want us domestic terrorists going in there and nitpicking their book choices. Yeah, they didn't right? want us to find books like The Bluest Eye. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's a quick search. Um, reveals 29 book options when searching the district's middle school libraries for gender identity. Looking in the elementary school category found a lot of alarming material. Books being hidden from public from the public included stories for child about for children about gender identity, transgender kids using opposite sex bathrooms, cross dressing toddlers, and a racist founding fathers. Every, like like this book, I am Jazz, tells kids the story of Jazz, a transgender toddler who has a girl brain but a boy body. Oh my god. Stop. God. See, when you just see that, you just go, all right, I just, I got to pull my kids out of public school. Yeah. You know, there's, if they think this is totally fine and, and they're trying to hide it. Because it's subtly inserting ideas that had no place in your child's brain. There are, I don't give two shits what anybody says. There are not two-year-olds that are going to say, I think I'm a boy when really they're a girl. Exactly. They don't understand the difference. They don't understand the difference. Yeah. And, but just the bigger problem here is that they're trying to hide this from parents. Yes. That's really scary. Um, so, you know, I'm it's not sure. It's scary because they're down with inserting the ideas. Mm -hmm. That's why. Yep. So it's good that, uh, okay, it says McGee Moody, a parent and school board candidate who was involved in uncovering the secret library catalog, spoke to Libs of TikTok <laughs> regarding the incident, saying schools are trying to push an agenda. They don't want parents to know what's going on in the classroom. When you block off a library, it tells me you have something to hide. Yeah. Uh, see, there's something you just you don't want people to see, and that's a huge red flag. Absolutely. He's running for school board because he believes in curriculum transparency and school safety. Yes, sir. That's awesome. Well, we believe in you, Mr. Moody. Yeah. I mean, Andy's got a cool name, so. Hopefully, hopefully he wins mm -hmm. and just takes over and, um, you know, and I'm, I'm all for having the debate, right? Okay. As an educator, as a librarian or whatever, justify the book to me. Yeah. And I, I get why teachers don't want to do that. Yeah. They don't want to have to justify to some, you know, domestic terrorists how to do, how to do their job. Yeah. 
I understand. But sorry, then you, you chose the wrong profession because yeah. you're going to have parents and, you know, all stakeholders involved are going to have a, have some opinions on this. Yes, which and again. This isn't new. Yeah, which is why you should have a good explanation. If you can't defend your, if you can't defend your point. If you have to hide it. If you, yeah, you yeah. just have to, you straight up are scared to even, <laughs> to even give your point. Yeah. Then you don't have a good enough one. And see, in their mind, they think, well, these unreasonable right-wing psychos are going to mischaracterize everything in our library. Yeah. That's how they look at it. Like they think, you know, uh, the boy in a girl body book for toddlers, like that's just, you know, affirming. They push everybody care. farther away though. That mm-hmm. That's what happens when stuff like this gets hidden. It makes people more angry, right? Yeah. More less upset, trusting, less trusting. Less trusting. Yeah, it, exactly. it takes away from what could have been a productive conversation, yep. right? And it pushes it into the, into a more extreme scenario where now parents are pissed off mm-hmm. that didn't need to be. Exactly. You didn't need to hide it. Again, like it's like a kid with a cookie behind their back. Maybe if you would have just asked, you could have had it. But now it's behind your back, and now we're going to have to take it away. Yep. Here's another thing that's pretty hilarious. There's another book called, um, let's see here, Stamped is offered by Richland School District 2 to tell your little ones that Trump promoted racist ideas all over the place, and the founding fathers were deeply flawed individuals who had racist thoughts and did racist things. I'm sorry, but what slave owner back in that time, like, wasn't a racist? That's that's so funny because, you know, not to get into the whole slavery thing, but really, America was one of the only countries to abolish slavery, to take steps to move beyond it. Yes. Whereas a lot of other countries held on to it a lot longer than we did. Oh, way longer. And every, literally every culture had some form of slavery going on. So don't act like we're the big bad people of Earth. Yes. And and. We're, we weren't one of the first ones to but extinguish America, it. But America, we're always the worst thing ever. All of the all of the Americans that think <laughs> that the founding fathers were so racist and so terrible, and that it's you know America still is such a terrible place. But nobody wants to leave. <laughs> nobody will just go away and take their ideas with them. Like here's a great quote from this book about Black Lives Matter oh, chapter. Beautiful. It says, uh, talk about the Clinton-Trump race. It says, unlike presidential elections of the past in which candidates felt they couldn't be so obvious about their racist ideas, that they instead needed to use coded language. Trump did the opposite. The nation listened <laughs> as he spread racist ideas about Mexicans and Muslims. He promoted racist ideas all over the place, all while saying he wasn't racist when he was confronted. It worked. What was the, <laughs> but, but you don't see any footnotes in here where they're telling about which speech had racist ideas well in it. they would just go to the one i mean think the one the first one where he announced his candidacy when he came down the escalator where he was talking about immigration and he said you know rapists are coming over the border and, and then he said i'm sure there's plenty of fine people too you know and all that yeah they were just enraged by that one yeah and he's basically saying look we need to control who's coming into the country sorry and, that we have drug smugglers just and, walking in and he uses inflammatory language in order to make us, you know, get more attention. Yeah. Well. And that because he, he had to blow his way through 16 prime, you know, primary candidates and he, you know, consumed all the air in every room that he went into and just mowed his way through that whole field. And who cares? And that's how he did because it. Because here's the thing at this point where we're at as a nation, there, forgive my language, but we're not pussyfooting around anymore. Like, <laughs> You just have to say it. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Let's just say what things are. Like I'm tired of having normal like 
just, normal common sense thought is 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 characterized as racist yes and just and being damaging and terrorist wild and, and you have to like overthink everything mm -hmm. that you say and so then you just don't say anything and everybody's everybody's quiet and you don't really know what anybody thinks i'm done it works yep no nope. works well let's move on to your i your said favorite. i'm done but i never did it let's move on to your favorite governor here yes we just covered DeSantis on the last episode. We've covered him almost weekly. Uh, but here's another awesome thing that he did. Because he's amazing. He suspends a Tampa prosecutor who took a stance against criminalizing abortion providers. And that wasn't the only thing this prosecutor did. And I actually watched an interview with DeSantis talking about why he got rid of this specific prosecutor. This rogue prosecutor that was not going to follow the law in Florida. They actually did a study. And he said, look, find, find out... Who's cherry picking? Because really, we should be prosecuting the same kind of percentage of crimes, right? Obviously, you're not going to prosecute every shoplifter, every everything, right? Yeah. But you're going to prosecute a certain percentage. Yeah. And he said, find me the prosecutors that are not doing that. Yeah. That are cherry picking, that are prosecuting a low percentage. And this this uh, prosecutor, Andrew Warren from Tampa, um, was that. So not only did he have the rhetoric that declared, obviously, he was left left uh you know thinking he was a liberal-minded well, prosecutor but he also had the desantis had the data to back up that he was not enforcing the law yeah. properly not just for abortion for a lot of different things mm -hmm. um and he was basically trying to subvert the system from within right and that's why the these positions of like these county uh prosecutors sheriffs City councils. That's why in these liberal areas, you're starting to see all the horrible effects from this. Now, they just had the DA recalled. It was at San Francisco, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. or And they're, they're trying to do it in LA, too, because these prosecutors and DAs <laughs> are just, by not prosecuting and selectively prosecuting, you're doing so much damage to society. Well, that's what George Soros wants. Exactly, and, he's and, funding and them. this is one of the ones that was backed by him through a pack, of course. You know, so there's always a couple of degrees of Kevin Bacon removed <laughs> from the actual from Soros to the to the candidate. You mean degrees of uh, Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> exactly, right. But you know, that's just this is one of the biggest ways that cities and any type of jurisdiction, cities, counties, states are being damaged. It's bit by the under prosecution of criminals. I mean, look at all the gangs that are basically just running through Walgreens right now with backpacks. They just c calmly walk in, smash and grab anything yeah. they want. And they have no zero threat of being arrested or stopped because People why would you stand there? Why would you? Yeah. If you're a security guard, you're making, you know, a barely above minimum wage. Why would you risk bodily harm to take down some thug when you know they're not going to get arrested and they're not going to, if they do, they're not going to get prosecuted. So why would you take the risk? Yeah. I don't know. It's I would just take the silly, risk, but. but obviously, you know, in uh, whatever you don't prosecute, you incentivize more of. Yeah. So that, and that's why these, uh, cities are seeing this huge spikes in crime in the last couple of years since these policies have taken place. Um, you know, they don't prosecute homeless people having a freaking tent city on your fucking berm. Yeah. Right. 
And in California, that's just going wild right now. Yeah, just panhandling all over the place. Yeah, so DeSantis, you know, standing up for what's right. And um, he got rid of this prosecutor who was declining to prosecute and using his office incorrectly. Um, He pledged to not use his office to go after people who seek and provide abortions or on doctors that provide gender-affirming care to transgender people. Yeah. So... Which he knew that was going to piss his governor off. Yeah, I, like, you know, and I'll give this guy credit. I mean, he was out there. He yeah. wasn't doing this crap in secret at yeah. all. Yeah. So, you know, uh, credit to him for having the balls to say it all out. And he died on the, he fell on the sword. He's gone now. Yeah. So that's, that's good. All righty, let's move on. So now this, this website really pissed me off. Um, okay. So. You know, we always are bringing up people that died suddenly, right? Yeah. Well, there's a whole site dedicated to anti-vaxxers now. Okay. And it just sorry antivaxxer.com. Yeah, it and, looks it, like. and it mocks people that died, that were publicly anti-vax, and then and then passed and away. then died. Um, so uh, let's see if I can load a couple of stories here. Okay, so it's just got a whole list. You know, wow. um, of all these people, and and this it mercilessly mocks them too. Wow! And the reason I brought this up was see, we're not mocking people; we're just trying to bring awareness about what the heck is actually happening. We're not saying right. you idiot, like you deserved it, right? And what I well, you know, it is funny though because I do feel like you can get that way quickly. Yeah, like when we're. Talking about the doctors that push the vax and then die of suspicious, die suddenly during a I run. I did laugh at Heather McDonald when she was talking about the, and then she passed out. Right. Like, eh, so that was kind of funny. But like, she didn't die. How, no, I wouldn't you, but, laugh if she would die. That's but, sad. But you can see how people can get that way. Because when you dehumanize the other side, yep. then you're allowed to think like this. And this side demonstrates that in spades, right? Yeah. So, you know, they completely crap on these on these people um, who die. Okay, so let's just bring up one story just so you can get a taste of this. Um, let's see if we'll even load here. Um, okay, Ernest Russell Ruiz, 54, Las Cruces, New Mexico, pharmacy tech, anti-vax, dead from COVID. According to this obituary, Russell died on November 18th. I found Russell here on his Twitter account at Faces of COVID. This, oh, hello. This account is similar to Sorry Anti-Vaxxer, except this guy is eulogizing people who died from COVID in order to bring humanity to the pandemic rather than mocking them. <laughs> in 2020, in the first half of 2021, before people could make the choice to protect themselves with these miraculous and free vaccines by Pfizer and Moderna. So we're getting a little peek behind their Yep. Their miraculous, free. They're also giving a little shout out to the makers. Yep. So nice. So he says, uh, in my view, only these rare cases where some unfortunate people who were actually were vaccinated and should be eulogized and honored on this Twitter account. The rest should be held accountable. See, he looks at this as like, you know, holding the anti-vaxxers accountable. Like, see, uh, well, like he's thinking that we get what we we got what we deserve. Yeah, and you're sp- and you're spreading death by us basically saying don't take the jab. We're we're encouraging people to take engage in risky behavior. Yeah. So. You know, it's kind of a, and then it goes through. It says he didn't seem to understand how vaccines work, as it takes time to build antibodies against SARS-CoV-2. Wow. And then uh, he was an ER nurse, ER nurse testing positive for COVID-19 eight days after receiving vaccine. Oh, so he actually did get vaxxed, but then, you know, maybe not in time. Yeah. And then it just kind of mocks and craps on, craps on him and. 
and all his anti-vax statements. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring up this site just to get a little glimpse to what the other side is thinking. Yeah. And, you know, there's very little convincing I, I've learned in my life. You know, you can't, you can't convince people to have another viewpoint. You know, all you can do is find like-minded people. Yeah. So, but I think as, you know, freedom-minded people and anti-vaxxers, if you want to call us that, you know, I think it's important to understand what the other side is thinking and how they're, you know, viewing us. And so as much as, much as you know, we're uh, strongly freedom-minded, they're just as much the exact opposite. Yeah, they're just as much you know, strongly. These are the guys that, that we should force everyone. want you fired for not vaxxing. They want you not to be able to travel. Well, they want you held accountable, like they said. Exactly. Yeah, you should be held accountable for your choices. So the best thing ever in their mind is if a big anti-vaxxer like one of us got COVID and died. Yeah. They would freaking love that. Oh, that would be, that would be so it's funny. Their, it's their favorite. Yeah. Um, so, let's try not to do that on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but Jeez. we're not going to stop bringing up um, stories of people dying suddenly. Now, now what? Not I'm not mocking his death. What I'm saying is how. No, but ho- this is bullshit. How- when have you ever heard somebody? They were so excited they died. <laughs> okay. So that read the headline. <laughs> University student dies of joy after hearing he'd passed his exams with flying colors. <laughs> Like okay. this, and, and twenty-two-year-old so, suffered a heart attack and died in hospital after discovering he'd passed his final university exams, according to his parents. Yeah. So they're they're literally calling that cause of death, right? <laughs> died died of joy after discovering he aced his final exam, according to his family. Okay, this is I'm. Ugh. Why is this an article? Listen, Why this, is this isn't an like article? you've heard about before, right? Like you've heard like they died of a broken heart, yeah. right? Like, and that's usually like old couples that have been together for like longer than they've ever even lived apart, right? Like they've been married for like 75 years and then one passes away. And then sadly, shortly after the next one will pass away. Right. right. Yep. And then we say, well, they died of a broken heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever heard anyone saying they died of joy? No. No. It you says, don't die of joy. Here's what it says. When he finally ripped open the envelope, he was thrilled to find he had passed, but then felt a sudden pain in his chest and was rushed to the hospital. No. I'm sorry. No. Sorry. I'm not, no. I'm not buying it. No. Here's another one. College okay. basketball player 20 drops dead from cardiac event July 29th. Was okay. he just too joyous? Yeah. A basketball player for the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater passed away this week after suffering a cardiac event while at summer basketball practice. Derek Gray, a student athlete. How old did a, it say he was? Um, oh, it did. 20. 20. 20 years 20. old. Yep. It was wow. a cardiac event. He had a blockage. How That's many 20-year-olds fit? This in shape, yep. Okay. Ugh, I'm so so upset by this. I know. I'm so upset by this because there's there has never been a time in history when we've seen this many young fit people have yep. cardiac events. That was like that we we saw this was like months ago where we saw when they were trying to normalize strokes in children. Right. Kids can have strokes and we're like, "Hold up." No, I saw, they don't. I saw an article the other day that said lack of sleep can lead to higher odds of cardiac event. Like they're trying to blame yeah, all these cardiac else. events on anything anything else. Well, it's like sads. Can. Now what? Now are adults yeah, not supposed to sleep on their tummies? Exactly. Like, 
And here, the first comment under the tweet is pretty telling. It says, I hope his family can sue you somehow if you mandate the vax there, especially if they knew it was especially, or especially since we knew it was especially killing POC, people of color. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not down with that that argument. But if it was, you know, vax related and they could somehow tie it back. And he was mandated to get it because I know all the college athletes were and coerced, forced, mandated. It's definitely was not their choice. That, that's just how these colleges rolled. I mean, most colleges required it. And, and student athletes still, for sure. See, and here's another thing. Like, here's what I wonder. Are they still requiring? Like, are they are they requiring to keep up on the boosters and, like, all the other things? They have to be backing off. But you know that there's... Because, like, what if... Like, it's for like this the next, tide's receding. I mean, there's still some... For this, like, next round, right? Like, their next well, year yeah, or whatever. Well, yeah, college starts in like, a couple weeks, Yeah, right? like, is everybody going to have to show their cards? Yeah, I know. Are they still you know? freaking doing that? Yeah, because how at this point, like we've said a million times, how could you possibly justify that you're stopping or slowing the rate of transmission? Yeah, you can't. I mean, after everyone got freaking COVID, you can't People have possibly... got to start feeling silly when they're being questioned. Like, you know, the other day when I called into Sanford and I was like, yo, explain to me why my two-year-old should get shot up with the COVID-19 juice. Like, can you tell me? <laughs> right. Because is he at a severe risk of illness? The lady just got, she started stammering. And when literally everyone who got vaxxed got COVID. And at this point, everyone who know, everyone knows everyone got it. Yeah. So they're, they're kind of like, eh. And I said that too. I said, you know, wouldn't it be, and this is when she said, you should probably talk to your pediatrician. Like, I don't know shit, (laughs) but I was like, I was like, you know, wouldn't it be better for him to just be in that he's two and he's healthy? Like maybe just catch it on his own and build up a natural immunity because didn't even Anthony Fauci say that that was better. Exactly. Like a natural immunity. Well, you know, I don't, I can, I can tell you're really on the fence. So maybe we, maybe you should schedule an appointment with your pediatrician because I just don't know what the hell to say anymore. Yeah. Then why are you forcing something on me? Yeah. Or highly recommending something. Why'd you send me a letter if you can't explain to me on the phone? Exactly. Now, I don't know if you heard about this. Nope. This is kind of interesting. So I heard this actually on my Alexa the other day nationally. So not even uh, locally. So Becker, Minnesota, school board policy raises serious legal concerns. This is the ACLU saying that. Now, due to what? What does the article say? It was an anti-LGBT thing. Mm. So it's a Los Angeles, Becker, Minnesota. Is Los Angeles Bleed reported a policy unveiled earlier this month by the school board in Becker, Minnesota, about an hour northwest of Minneapolis, caused a faculty member to resign amid widespread concerns it will be weaponized to suppress and penalize speech and expression about racial justice and LGBTQ plus I can't themes. even understand what that said. <laughs> On Friday, the ACLU of Minnesota shared with the Blade a copy of the letter. This is the the news organization, The Blade, mm-hmm. shared a copy of the letter in which the organizational organization's legal director, Teresa Nelson, urged the board and superintendent, Jeremy Schmidt, to reject the policy, citing serious legal and public policy concerns, specifically that it would significantly interfere with the First Amendment rights of students. Huh. Okay, so... Um, okay, our country needs to, this is what her continuing, our country needs to acknowledge and reckon with its history of systematic racism. There it is again. Yeah. Misogyny. How about systematic f- slave freeing? Yeah, we're all just racist. Yeah, though. I mean, didn't we free the slaves? Shouldn't we talk about that? Hey, let's get um, real here. Like, my ancestors came straight from Germany, and they didn't get given any land, and we never owned any land or any slaves, and we were poor freaking dirt farmers up here in North Dakota. So <laughs> Exactly. Um Okay, so uh, 
to continue systematic racism, <laughs> misogyny, and discrimination against LGBTQ people. This includes being able to teach and talk about these concepts in our schools, the letter reads in part, and chilling conversations about race and gender and sexuality. Okay, so um, the policy, okay, so the school board's procedures stipulate new policies must be read through twice and open for public comment during their meetings, but the board did not allow for public comment during the first discussion of the policy on July 11th. It could be approved Monday, August 1st after the second reading. Okay, so... It would prohibit the political indoctrination or the teaching of inherently divisive concepts, mandating that classrooms be free of non-school materials favoring any particular group, political ideology, favored class, or promoting controversial issues. I agree with that. <laughs> so there, what we're saying, because I didn't understand when you first were reading yeah, it, I was like, the what the heck that is that? It's in question now. So we're, you're saying, that, or not you, but the article is saying that a teacher quit over this? Right. And because they, they didn't want to have to, they didn't, they didn't want, want to, to have not this, be able to. This policy in place that would ban the teaching of these things. Huh. Non-United right. States flags, okay, because we don't need <laughs> other people's flags flying around here. Leaflets, brochures, buttons, badges, flyers, stickers, lanyards, petitions, posters, or artwork, and underground newspapers. <coughs> hmm. Yep. Well, they're getting pretty strict. I appreciate that. <laughs> their own and their students' apparel choices are not in violation of this policy. Okay. Yeah, so the ACLU's response was, well, schools have a limited ability to curb some student speech within the schoolhouse walls. School officials may only regulate student speech and expression that is reasonably li likely to materially and substantially disrupt the school environment. That's funny because the ACLU is taking the position of free speech, which I'm all for. Well, they've been pretty quiet on other people's rights, though. But they've totally done a 180. They used to be the only organization that would defend Nazis and yeah. all this other stuff, which, you know, is abhorrent speech, obviously, yeah. but still constitutionally protected yep. and they would take the horrible position of having to say these guys like suck yep. but they have a right to say it yep. so I, at least they're being consistent well they would be consistent if they also are defending conservative defending conservative points of view which I don't see them doing mm -hmm. um, at all so you know we'll see how that that uh, plays out in Becker Minnesota but it's interesting though that oh yes Interesting, though, that it made the national news. I mean, I was yeah. literally just cooking some meat, and I said, Alexa, what's the news? And this freaking story came up on the, on the national <laughs> news rundown. So I thought that was kind of interesting that, uh, you know, that's right, right I'm at I'm surprised the, you have an Alexa, Josh. Like, <laughs> I thought that we, I thought I knew you better. My six-year-old came home from our from our neighbor's house the other night, and she said, Mom, our neighbors have this girl, Alexa, and we just talked to her, and we told her, my daughter's favorite song is like a Black Hawk song. She goes, and we just told her to play Not Strong Enough to Say No, and she did it. And I said, Honey, we don't need to do that because Mommy can turn it on. She goes, Alexa doesn't make me wait. <laughs> and like, how, how else am I going to hear Baby Got Back Yeah, <laughs> if I don't have my Alexa? And it's pretty. It is pretty sweet. See that. That's for my convenience. I said, "Honey, our neighbors don't value our privacy." <laughs> that's for my convenience. One out. <laughs> my my addiction to convenience because I can just say, you know, Alexa, play this in this room, and like we have it, you know, yep. different ones set up all over the house, and mm -hmm. that way, you know, whenever I'm, you know, going on my racist rants, I can make sure the government's <laughs> listening at all times. You so, got to go in the garage. Yes, yeah, so whenever whenever I see a rope ladder drop down from a hovering helicopter oh, at two in Alexa, the morning, then I'll know what caused it. I thought it. we were friends. <laughs> Thanks for ratting me out, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man. I was like, not in our house. We're not getting an Alexa. <laughs> Well, let's talk real quick about the local school board stuff yeah. before we go. So you're actually on your way to a local school board meeting. I think I missed it. But oh, it's, you? yeah. I thought it started at like 6 or something. No, it starts at 5.15, but that's okay. So so tonight, Seth Holden has asked for an agenda item to be put on the agenda in Fargo Public Schools. And I, I would very, uh, I'd be very surprised if it doesn't go through, right? Because the makeup of the school board is 100% commie now. Yes, yes. We've got no hope in Fargo. Yeah, there's no reasonable people left yep, on If you're the in board. Fargo, here's the deal. <clears throat> Start going to these meetings. What, what's really important, right, is is that you might think that your voice doesn't matter, okay? You might think that um, it's not going to make a difference. Your vote definitely would have mattered. Look them in the <laughs> eye. Yeah, your vote would have mattered. But yeah. look these people in the eye and let them hear what your, what your thoughts yeah. are. What sucks is, you know, now they have the power. You know, if they have the... Va- the- Majority, they can pretty much pass anything they want. Yep. And what's going to stop but them? But with enough public pressure, I mean, some of these people, some of these people, I, I really have some hope for. Like, I don't think that they're great right now, but I've got hope that they're there for the right reasons. A few of them, not all. And I think that with enough people reaching out in a decent way, you know, not to just be like, hey, you freaking socialists, right? <laughs> Seth Holden, yeah. you piece of garbage. Which he is yeah. a socialist declared. Yes. yes. Not even trying to hide it. Yeah. So the the, the, the thing that's at, at uh, in question tonight is um, just in March, they implemented a policy to recite the pledge at school board meetings. They didn't yeah. used to have it. In, the, in historically. Nope. So it was introduced by one of the good people who was on his way David out. David Paulson. Well, he didn't yep. know he was on his way out. David oh. Paulson, right. he did run for re-election, didn't so win. he was hoping to come back. Okay. Yeah. So he implemented it. So it's been in place for a few months. Now Seth Holden wants it removed, and in the meantime, he's been kneeling and... and he's making a big show about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't like getting any flack. You know, he's been he's been getting some flack, like, in the media, like, hey, this guy is kneeling for, for the pledge and stuff, which, I'm sorry, you should be getting some flack. Right. What'd you expect, dude? Like, my God, people have literally You think people are going to have an opinion on that? People have died for your right to do that, and you can't just stand and put your hand on your heart. Which I'm... I agree he has the right to do that, but then don't, but it's not free of consequence. No, exactly. Some people might not be happy. Yeah. Sorry. And you're an elected, you're an elected person. Yeah. You got to get a thick skin if you're going to be on one of these elected. Yeah. You're just going to elected representative of any kind. Yeah. Sorry, but people aren't going to love everything that you do, which I think you knew when you tweeted out that America sucks. That's why I don't want to die here. Yeah. And exactly. And if you're in the upper Midwest, you know, one of the most conservative pockets in America, and you think you kneeling for the pledge is going to work out well. Yeah. I mean, I understand we're in, you know, the blue part of North Dakota. Well, this isn't Minneapolis. But still, you know, that's that's a reach. It's yeah. a stretch to think that people weren't going to be upset by that. Yeah. So the fact that he's just out there well, doing it. Well, and the it, fact that you're an, you're an older white man that's going to take a knee. Like, what injustice have you <laughs> suffered the, that you think that that's helping anyone? The ultimate virtue signal. Yes. Who are you <clears throat> standing up for? Right. So next episode, we'll, we'll recap what happened there and what's going on. Yeah. So, you know, that's a play right now. Now, and just to clarify, I think they do say the, do they say the pledge at schools? Like that's, that's not, it's it's only, we're only talking about school board meetings. Yes. It's not, it's, as far as I know, 
it's up to each classroom okay. to decide whether or not they'll say yeah, that. So I'm it's sure it's less like, and less every year then. Yeah. It's probably the way it's heading. Well, well, we'll give an update on that next episode and see what went down. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there. So make sure you send emails to that at gmail.com. Watch on Rumble. Listen anywhere audio podcasts are found. Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. <laughs> Support the show at letparents.com or LetTheParentsDecideThat.org. Stay strong. Keep fighting. Do not comply. Do not comply. I said it. I F-U-F-B-I. said it. F-U-F-B-I. We'll see you next time. Comply.